This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. So much talk this week about the royal family. There hasn't been such a high level of outrage over such unimportant people since every story about Tommy Vext ever. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Welcome, all royalty, to the Metal Injection Livecast. And all non-royals, all plebeians, all, all sections of the class structure are welcome on the live cast, especially the proletariat, right? Sure. I would think so. It's the Metal Injection live cast. Rob here with Sid, Noah, and Durinsky. What a handsome man. And, I like that uh, mug. Darren's got a fancy What does it mug say? There. It says, thank you for leaving me alone. <laughs> and uh, you can leave us alone by giving us a call. 213 Wide Nut is the phone number. 213 943 3688. If you need yourself even more live cast than our free weekly episode, uh, the archives of which are available everywhere. We have all uh, 610 episodes available, uh, and uh, you could be a part of them. Uh, on streaming platforms. And if you want more, hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast for five bucks a month. You get access to two bonus episodes a month and a bunch of other extra features. Sid has a TV column. I've been doing a music column. We've been doing some group chats. You get access to the video version of the podcasts. We have about it. We have basically a year now of, <laughs> of video archives, which is crazy. And, uh, uh, a ton more fun stuff. The big Patreon episode at the top of the month this month is a live cast Hall of Fame episode where we revisit some of our classic memes. Which memes did we revisit this month, Sydney? Um, what did we do? Mark B. Yeah, Mark B. Oh, yes, is- that's right. Mark B was the big, the big anchor of this one. And uh, we trope we- guy, right? Trope guy, Mark B, and, and Moshiach. Uh, Moshiach. Yes. And uh, oh, you're you a significantly <laughs> underplaying Mark's weight by calling him an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you could, uh, and I do want to mention, <laughs> and uh, we actually show uh, Mark B visuals. So maybe advertising that. Yeah. Late. It, it makes a quite like, a difference. But like, but like, don't tell him. Yeah, this yeah. is between don't us tell friends. Him we did it. Yeah, between just us between squirrel friends. By the way, Sid, very good eyes. The, I, that that mug was on screen for like a quarter of a second, and you read the whole thing. You brought it back up. Yeah, but after a, you a, said a it to show uh, it, yeah. I'm, I'm giving you a compliment. You no, right, fine. Thank you. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm not good taking compliments. I'm bad Noticed. at it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, another person who was not giving out compliments recently is Giza Butler. Giza Butler. Oh, I thought you were going to say Meghan Markle based on our opening. Oh, no, we don't have to talk about <laughs> Meghan Markle. It doesn't sound like she was getting too many compliments from. Don't. There's the, no from compliments going around. Yeah. But, uh, the big story today, I don't know how big it is, but the, the big gossip, let's say, let's say the big gossip of the day. That's more accurate. The big metal gossip of the day 
is Geezer Butler claiming that that uh, he was the one that showed Ronnie James Dio the devil horns. And uh, so the metal lore will will say that Ronnie James Dio invented the, the devil horns. And if you've ever watched his behind the music or or various interviews he's done, he said that he got the idea for the devil horns from his Italian grandmother who said the, this would ward off the evil eye, like doing the horns. Uh, but geezer Butler disputes that. <laughs> and uh, he was speaking to uh, Eddie trunk recently. <laughs> I never seen so many old fucks fight over a hand gesture since I seen the, them playing bocce ball in the park last week. <laughs> How do they even Easy. remember that far back? You don't remember what happened 40 years ago, Noah? I don't remember what happened 10 minutes ago. Right. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> That's how it is when you get to be old. Like you don't remember how to put your pants on, but you remember shit that happened in like 1971. Yeah, like those memories are just implanted in your in your head. I right. feel. Uh, and so, Darren, do you mind reading the Geezer Butler quotes in your best Geezer Butler accent? <laughs> because it just just could be a, a a ridiculous Cockney accent. I was gonna say I don't know what this fucking guy sounds like, but yeah, I'll be happy to. Uh, I always he, used to do it. <laughs> Is that the part you want? Yeah, yeah. I always used to do it in a breakdown. In the He's song. talking about the devil horns, by the, the way. The devil horns I'm talking about. In the song Black Sabbath, just before it goes into the fast part at the end, I do that sign to the audience. <laughs> and on the first couple of Evan and L tour shows, Ronnie was saying... When I'm going on stage, everybody is doing a peace sign to me. And it's an Aussie thing. I feel like I should be doing something back to him. He says, what's that sign you do in Black Sabbath? And I showed him the devil on sign. And he started doing it from air. And that made it famous. Big revelation from Geezer Butler. At the end there, back it. Bigger revelation. I have a question. Years after playing with him, yeah. I have a question. Or forty. So now. Go ahead. he says everybody was doing the peace sign at him. Does he mean this? Because in England, this does not mean peace. <laughs> this means fuck you. So I'm wondering if maybe they were just mad at him for replacing Ozzy, and they were flipping him off, and he thought that was the peace sign. Is that possible? Oh, maybe. So know. the peace sign is outward. Your your fingers yeah. are pointing outward. But if yeah. your fingers are pointing to you, then fuck that's the British fuck you. Yeah. I never knew that. I never knew that. I, I believe so. Mm -hmm. Wow, learn something. Yeah, because uh, when Nigel McGuinness would come out, that's what he would do. Mm -hmm. uh, he would come out uh, this wrestler, and he would do the 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 you know the fuck you double fuck you. I thought it was the cunnilingus uh, symbol. I thought that's <laughs> what that. Was. That's if you Service put your tongue through it. Oh, okay. So there's a little more uh, to the quote. Uh, Trunk asked Butler why he's only mentioning this now. A great follow-up from Eddie Trunk. Uh, and Butler responded. Oh, sorry. <laughs> can, can, can we get, can we get, can we get, can we get a geezer on? I didn't really think much of it. As <laughs> I say, I've got pictures of me doing it in 1971. 
And it was just an alternative to all these peace signs. I was doing it. And if you look at Yellow Submarine, if you look at the Beatles Yellow Submarine album cover, John Lennon's cartoon characters doing it in 1966 or whatever it was. So it's an old sign. I was just doing it because Alistair Crowley used to do it. So the so the highlight of this quote is the following paragraph, and then Darren, I won't make oh. you do this accent anymore. Uh, but uh, uh, it's so he's he's talking about how this wasn't the only thing that Dio happened to to have learned from Geezer. There's a lot of things that he nicked off of me that <laughs> he claimed that he was the originator, but he made it famous, so I didn't care. The album title, Sacred Art. That's where I used to go to school. And he called one of his songs, One Foot in the Grave. I jokingly said, we should call the album One Foot in the Grave. And then when he left Sabbath, he called one of his songs that. He was very naughty about things like that. And when I did an autograph, I'd write magic. So Ronnie started writing magic as well. In fact, he called his album Magica. He was very naughty about things like that. <laughs> yes, yes. That whole quote was just that last sentence. Oh, I'm all UK'd out with this fucking, oh, my God, the royal family. And now this. He was very naughty about it things like very, that. Very, very naughty. Hold on. Let me do my Sharon Osbourne. He was a voice. cheeky bugger, oh, no. wasn't he? He was very naughty about things like that. He was very cheeky, wasn't he? My God. Very cheeky, <laughs> isn't he? So, I mean, you know. All, so, <laughs> all the, all the, all the uh, headlines today, obviously people picked up on the story. And, uh, and he said, and, and Geezer wanted to clarify that he did not say he invented the devil horns hand sign just that he was the one who showed it to ronnie he said i merely shared an onstage moment between ronnie and me ronnie made it famous and it will always be associated with him regardless of what anyone else says he says i do not want people to think i was dissing ronnie in any way he actually he said dissing yes this is a direct <laughs> <one>. ah, <laughs> i cannot picture ah. that I didn't want anyone to think I was dissing anybody. <laughs> I as wasn't me, bringing it old school to Ronnie. <laughs> as me prep school brothers in the UK used to say in 1959. Yeah. I was the one that invented the word dissing. <laughs> <laughs> I showed it to hip hop culture. I was doing to piss off me mates. <laughs> they were He's, very naughty. He concluded that he was one of my dearest friends ever, and I will always miss him and our friendship. So I will, you know, we're reading the quotes. Perhaps we're not getting the the context of how he was delivering the stuff. Like maybe he wasn't necessarily uh, being, you know, upset about it or anything, but just was saying it more matter of factly. The subtle nuances of his uh, relating his grievance about a fucking hand signal. Yes, yeah, so we might be missing those. Yeah. The being naughty. Naughty, his cheeky naughtiness. And the reason he waited till now to say anything is because Dio's dead now, so he can't contradict him. 
That's all. But Dio's well, been dead for a while. And hey. the estate of Dio is alive and well, which he probably got some type of uh, contact from them to retract his statement. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the reason the reason he's giving interviews is because they're re-releasing a bunch of Dio era Black Sabbath stuff. So it's great publicity for the re-releases. I'm going to say maybe because of the re-releases, that's how he heard that Dio died. Like, he didn't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he just he thought he wasn't returning his, his calls. Bedroom. Like, I can finally tell a story about Dio <laughs> being a shithead. I don't know. Ronnie James Dio seems like he was probably one of the nicest people. Yeah, yeah and, and I feel like if... Uh, That's not because he looks like a treasure elf. You're saying about <laughs> rainbows and stuff. I mean, what's happier than and that? What a voice. What a voice in that treasure elf. Uh, but also, I feel like he would be the type of person that he would. Why would why would he not acknowledge this? You know, like, why would he not give the credit to Geezer Butler? Or it's like maybe Geezer did. Maybe both are true. Geezer was the one that that was was doing it. But then it reminded him of the hand symbol that his grandma did to ward off the evil eye. Who knows? Imagine you have all the success, you do all this in your life, and you get to like age eighty-two, and like all, and you just reduced to arguing about who invented a fucking hand signal. Like, really? Well, like, not, there, there was no arguing, but he just he just brought it up. We're, get him we're on the line right, the right one, now. We'll argue with him. We're the one arguing. Rap, well, I think we can all prick. agree though that that the one who didn't invent it was Gene Simmons. Because oh, no. <laughs> if oh, you remember no. a few years ago, he tried to trademark. Yes. The hand symbol. And, and right. it was, he got so much <laughs> bad publicity. And I think it was even rejected. But I just remember also his attempt to trademark it was the I love you symbol. With Rob, the you're making the symbol out. now as you talk about this. Look, <laughs> look at it. Is Gene going to sue me? Uh, uh, but we'll, we'll talk. Now I'm firing off a cease and desist as we speak. <laughs> We'll talk about Gene in a, in a second, but I do want to mention that if you're looking for another podcast to check out, check out the Punk Rock NBA. The show is about doing what you love for a living, the business side of being a creator. It helps you achieve your own goals as a creator or an entrepreneur. Uh, the show is hosted by Finn McKenty, my good buddy, and you may know him from his YouTube channel. He does a lot of fun videos and past interviews include Matt Halpern of Periphery, Anthony Fantano, Matt Heafy of Trivium, Big Herc, Hoya of Madball, Tommy Rogers of Between the Barry to Me. And uh, and I have to say the Anthony Fantano episode was really, really interesting. Uh, Anthony Fantano, very popular YouTuber. And I thought he did a great job of kind of offering pretty like common sense, like like easy to follow advice to people looking to start their own YouTube channel and how to find success on there. Oh. So check out the but does he offer tech support, Rob, like you do when you go on podcasts? Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you tweet him, he, he might respond, but he has a lot of followers. I don't know. Maybe we've got to get Anthony on our show. We'll see. Sure. Uh, but you can check out the Punk Rock MBA wherever you listen to podcasts, and there will be a link in the description of this episode. And uh, Gene Simmons also in the news. Speaking of of our buddy Gene, yes, I invented the podcasts. I, <laughs> I invented news. I am old royalties, I believe, <laughs> at this time. Uh, I I had to go back and look up that story about uh, Gene trying to copyright trademark uh, the the 
devil horn symbol. Yeah, and clearly, oh, it was in 2017. He tried to tra- he he filed the trademark, and it just I just remember like for two weeks, everybody was respond like he it was, you know, everyone was just mo- jumping on him. But anyway, in 2017, what a year he had because I just as I was searching for this, I found other stories from the year. And really, my headlines have been incredible. Gene Simmons banned for life from Fox News for inappropriate behavior. What a classic moment. This was when uh, I believe he said something suggestive to a woman and or or more than said, didn't he like just randomly walk into some meeting room and just start like touching people? Yes, that was it. Uh, And then. This headline, Gene Simmons says he trademarked the air if he could, compares himself to Jesus. <laughs> oh. What was the, I don't remember him comparing himself to Jesus. Let's see. Other than they were both born Jewish. Future was the Yeshua. Oh. <laughs> I'm loading up the story. Uh, and the other. Thank you for Jewifying uh, my statement. These guys are not <laughs> properly uh, uh, releasing it into the. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so he's how he compared himself to Jesus uh, is you can't please everybody. Oh. Not everybody likes Jesus either. <laughs> Instead of worrying what people think, I just go my merry way and do whatever I want to do. If I could, I would trademark the air you breathe. Every breath. Yes, I would. Every breath you take, every move that you make. You should trademark I, that song. I will copyright it. How were their restaurants doing during the pandemic? Didn't they have oh, like- rock and roll uh brews? Is it? I don't remember. Oh, Gene Simmons restaurant. Rock and brew, maybe that was it. Uh, rock and brews. You got it. You got it, Sid. Wow, Sid. I mean, uh, I know, I know this I'm is worried about podcast. you that you have enough uh, brain space to remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. That's I mean, troubling. this is an audio, mostly an audio medium, but for our video uh, users, I do want to show these photos of, of Gene and Paul. Oh, but hold I- on, hold on. I want to show Gene and Paul looking their best for the camera. No, no, I'm scared. <laughs> just some amazing. I, I'm just having one second. Are they I want to say it's really, it's really ironic that Sid has this like hyper vigilant talent, and he like seldomly leaves his house. What's the hyper vigilant talent? He's so detail oriented. He he like can scan his surroundings and, and pay attention to every little thing. And he has great memory as we discovered in this last 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Well, well could have worked for the Mossad, Sid. <laughs> Maybe Sid. I do. Maybe I've, I'm on this podcast to monitor you this whole time. The Is it true? Do you see the window? Yes. Yeah, we see it. Okay. Just the window, right? Just the browser? Yeah, yeah. We don't see your oh. porn. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. My porn. You can't see my porn in the window. Okay. 
Nope. Uh, I think, yeah, that's why, because usually it indicates that just the window is like, but look at these two. <laughs> Can you imagine? First of all, hairnets, gentlemen. I was on. just going to say, look at this Gene Simmons wig. Like, you're going to have to wear a hairnet with, with, with that frizz. Looks like my grandmother. I, I, are they actually here no, or is this Photoshop? Photoshop right. That's definitely. A Photoshop. They would. They would not. I, what, what's so funny to me is they would not be caught dead in their own restaurant. Are they actually even standing next to each other or is it two separate photoshops? <laughs> like, I don't think they're really together in this photo. Is that even is this even their torsos? <laughs> <laughs> no, with the jewelry, I believe that that's actually there. That's fair. That's chest. fair. Wait, jewelry or jewelry? <laughs> both. Wait, wait a minute. There's wait a, a minute. Both in this picture. <laughs> they actually came out. No, this that's fake. Oh. It's a deep fake. It's this, a Photoshop for sure. They're not actually in the restaurant. Look at the, the, the uh, you don't think if they were actually there, the people in those seats would be looking at them. <laughs> the patrons are all like just staring straight ahead. There, there's that's complete Photoshop. Uh, we so, instructed all the patrons to uh, avoid eye contact <laughs> at all times. These guys, these who I imagine are the co-managers or whatever, just look like like bowling champions. They all look like world famous bowlers. Yeah, world famous bowlers. It's They're like the it's them with a kiss cover band that they met. <laughs> it's the same energy as like oh. the old ladies that you see. At this the is the most place. haunting photo that I have ever like seen Gene in my Simmons. life. This is a, I think it's like a fisheye lens of some sort. And from like it's done from above. So. I don't even know uh, this. This that photo is going to haunt describe me. Describe it, please, Rob. Describe it for the listeners. So it's a fisheye photo of Gene Simmons. He's double fisting beers and the beers are have rock and brew insignias on it, although it just says R and B. So he copyrighted that too. And then so he has a beer in each hand and he's crossing his arms like he's feeding a manager of this restaurant on each side of, of him, and they are sticking out their tongues like they're Gene Simmons. Yeah, they're lapping up the beer. Gene is not sticking out his tongue. He's showing his teeth off, and he is uh, looking like the Coney Island clown insignia, but creepier like, somehow. It looks like his sunglasses are about to be blown off. <laughs> I gotta say, if you told, if you showed me that photo, and I, I would never know that was Gene Simmons. Like, I honestly, I have no, I would have no clue that was Gene Simmons. I think tomorrow we need to post that photo from the Livecast social media accounts as like a caption this contest because <laughs> okay. it's just how have you not yeah. already done that on Metal Injection, Rob? <laughs> I love that Rob's saving it. Yeah. I got to save it. Yeah, I'm sending it to him now. I'm sending it to him now. I will definitely forget. And then also, yeah, I like all of these photos look like an insecure dating profile photo. You know, those guys that are like, don't think they're attractive. So they make the face of like, there's a very, very strong sexual tension in that room. I don't think that's him. I think that's a like a look like a body double. It's like the same the same company that did the Melania body doubles is doing the Gene Simmons <laughs> no. body doubles. Can you click that first picture there? Um, this one, the the one that says rockability underneath. Nope. Oh, you. Oh wait. Go back to Here? the pizza one. Okay. And of them like holding the pizza over there, like the first one. Yeah. That oh, this one right here. Yeah. Why is he? That's not him. That is so not him. It doesn't even look like him. 
Also, yeah, what this is this, one this sorta... pizza? Almost looks like there's strawberries on this pizza. <laughs> I guess it's, it's peppers. It's, it's, it's like very weird. It's still not as bad as Chicago pizza, but well, it's not appetizing. Agreed. Could I say what is up with this pizza? He's holding it almost like straight up and it's like holding in place. I've never actually seen a pizza having grown up in Israel. <laughs> uh, it's a pita with I was glued to it. <laughs> I was not even aware that this was food. But uh, my uh, my wait staff instructed me that this was in fact edible. Ah, oh, this is a sad headline. One year ago, in May of 2020, Rock and Brews prepared to reopen minus El Segundo, which falls to bankruptcy. Oh. The whole city, <laughs> just because they had a Rock and Brews. <laughs> yeah, just because they accommodated Gene Simmons in a business venture. Gene did not leave his wallet in El Segundo. <laughs> it had nothing to do with coronavirus. It was just <laughs> no. wor- working with Gene Simmons. <laughs> Worse than the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> better than nothing. <laughs> Barely, though. Yeah. Like this much better. <laughs> uh, so do we want to read why uh, he thinks rock is dead? Sure. He's talked about it already. Uh, Darren, I sent you the link if you want to. Oh, okay. Put away your British voice and. Oh, I see. Uh, where does this? Oh, I see. The point is, yeah, rock is dead because if we play the game from 1958 until 1988, which is 30 years, you had Elvis, the Beatles, the Stones, Pink Floyd, and on and on and on. And you can go to the heavy part of it, which is. Metallica, Maiden. If you want to put Kiss in there, that's fine. No. <laughs> Not fine. ACDC and on and on and on. He's just naming every band here, it seems like. Even yeah. U2, Prince, David Bowie. This is like a wall of text, and it's just all band Eagles. And then you get to disco stuff and Madonna and that stuff. And Motown, of course. He's just rambling. I feel yeah, so bad for order. this interviewer just listening to him ramble. You can basically skip Turbo this. Whole fine with it. Uh, uh, and uh, after he says, there's just nothing that compares to the Beatles, that's where you could uh, resume. <laughs> I see. The reason for that is not because there's a lack of talent, but because young folks, that kid living in his mom's basement, decided one day that he didn't want to play to pay for music he wanted to download and file share that's what killed now this is sexist what women don't file share no (laughs) well he said kid he didn't give it a gender but then he said his (laughs) right then he said in his mother's basement that kid living in his mom's basement uh and that is uh, why. Also, if it's a kid, why is the child living in a basement? Shouldn't they have their own room like above That's ground? just how Gene does with his kids. So he assumes other people. <laughs> I as put well. them in their oh, area. In the then when they want to watch WrestleMania, I allow them out for one hour. But I got to call Mons to figure out how to order it. <laughs> I have my own. I have co-opted Mons. Uh, no <laughs> for Francesa, he works for me. Now, listen to this beautiful metaphor. It's like flowers. Jared, if you could. It's like flowers. I invented flowers. It's like flowers. People water them and make sure there's enough sun and all that stuff. As soon as you take your eyes off and you don't water the flowers, they will die. And people wonder why there aren't beautiful flowers. 
There aren't beautiful flowers? Well, Explain. because you don't water them. You get what you pay for. So nowadays, if you download a song, the artist will get one one hundredth of one cent. Even Spotify, the artist sees very little of that. So you get what you pay for. Well, he's in Yisrael. That's why he doesn't see flowers. Yeah, it's just sand. Desert. Yeah, no flowers there. There's what? no, there's no water in Yisrael. <laughs> Maybe in southern Yisrael. <laughs> But in northern Israel, we plant the flowers in the nostrils of Palestinians. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we grow our flowers in my homeland. I gave us into hate. Oh, my Living or dead ones. Oh, How's Gene, that, that was over the line. How dare you? I'm just like picturing like some, like a Palestinian person like trying to walk to work and all of a sudden they're just they're forcing flowers up his nose. Why would they be in Israel? I don't because he true. works there. I don't know. He's like food service. <laughs> That's right. He's got a fucking rose in his nose while he's trying to hand over some hummus to some people. Oh, makes his job more difficult. It's not fair. It's Darren moves and all of a sudden Gene Simmons's tongue appears from oh. behind him. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh. It's hard for me to so, clear it. But, but uh, the following paragraph is where he finally makes his point and then we can move on. Oh, there's <laughs> a point? There oh, is a point. okay, good. Rock, <laughs> rock is dead. You bet your ass it is. Not because the talent isn't there, but because the business model just doesn't work. And so that leaves live performances. And I really hope once this vaccine takes hold, you better get shot up twice. He's <laughs> talking like it's my grandpa or something. Yeah. My, my Jewy grandpa. You get it once, it doesn't take. You got to go back. That people go out to the local clubs and see all the new bands and support new bands. Like a baby that's on the floor. <laughs> go up there. Pick that baby up and coddle it. Give it love. <laughs> need your love like a baby on the floor who's bringing a baby to the floor of a concert i Ooh. i don't know imagine a circle pit opens up and there's just like babies crawling around <laughs> all my children uh they were not allowed to use chairs and they're up <laughs> i put them on the floor to teach them tough love <laughs> oh my god if they were able to get up on like a desk or something, they might steal his copyright papers from him. <laughs> he doesn't want uh, his children getting those rights. Uh, I was not allowed to use chairs or beds uh, when I was a child in the Great Depression. So that is why <laughs> my metaphor for hardship has always been uh, children on the floor. They <laughs> just left him on the floor next to a bass guitar and he figured yes. it out. Yes. I'm <laughs> bootstraps, Sydney. Bootstraps. That's why his tongue is so long. He had to, like a frog, he had to like lick things to reach them. I, uh, before I had full use of my arms and legs, I would propel myself across the floor <laughs> using my t musculature and my tongue. And that is how I developed such a powerful tongue. <laughs> it all makes sense. All right. You learned so much. You learned yeah. so much. It was when I had once flipped over. Myself, I was on my back as it would be a turtle, uh, and I needed to flip myself over again. That is why I came up with the lyrics to Strutter. <laughs> uh, <I don't> 
I remember <laughs> I had a uh, I had a small teddy bear. Um, in uh, in in Yiddish, uh, we call it a Melvin bear, but uh, we <laughs> a shmuel bear. But uh, he was also not allowed to be on furniture, so he would be on the floor with me. And he, his name, we used to. He's what helped me come up with Beth. That was uh, my inspiration for Beth. <laughs> wow, you're a Peter Chris's song, Beth. I didn't realize that. He did all fuck, of it. Fuck Peter Chris. He taught Geezer, Geezer Butler the horns. He did all he's of a, it. He's a no good schmendrick. Okay, moving on to somebody who lacks any ego, Yingwei Malmsteen. Uh, this video oh. clip uh, <laughs> surfaced recently. I, I thought it would be fun to to play. I didn't realize this, but I guess he does a Q and A <clears throat> on his on his website, trying to get with the times, get with the social. <laughs> You mean he has video capabilities on his tripod.angelfire website? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, he uh, so here's um, here's the question. Uh, he says the question is: Can you please tell your management to get better musicians than oh, the wow. ones they've given you? Ooh, Oof. that's nasty. What? So what's it? the background of that? Like, who are his musicians? I mean, I I don't know. I I never heard any particular criticism about uh, his musician sucking. Is that how it works? Like your management goes out and finds no. other musicians. Well, for you allow I mean, allow Yingwei allow Yingwei to explain how it works in his band. Oh, this I one, see. This, uh, Stephen Coetzee. Okay, pal. Ooh, this one's gonna be angry. good. He looks uh, better than I expected. Pause. Well, he does. I was going to say yeah. the same thing. I just wanted to say the same exact thing. Is it? Do you think it's like a filter or what? How old is he? God, he's close what? to 60, if not. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in his 50s, I would say. Yeah. And that hair is dyed. <laughs> it there may be, yeah, no, there may be some filter going on, but not. I mean, he's still relative. No, it's, it's, it's nice lighting. Maybe it's early in the day where he hasn't drank you know, seven glasses of vodka yet. <laughs> also, like, I mean, you got to have something like something about you that's working if if filters even going to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely like does not look haggard. I thought yeah. he would be sitting there like looking very haggard. So we yeah. got to give credit where it's due. Yeah, the, as the video was loading up. I was like preparing for Skeletor or something like hey. really <laughs> uncomfortable. And then he just yeah. looks like a normal dude. I wouldn't say he looks normal. He looks like a normal Yingwei, maybe. Yeah, sure. He looks like All a right. human being. Yeah. He looks like a Yingwei. All right. Once and for all, with you and about else. My management doesn't tell me what to do. Okay? What to do? Where is he from? The soul. Sweden. Okay. Maker in all matters when it comes to my music, the people I hire. People are fire, whoever plays on my records, whoever don't plays on my records, whoever He's do, 57. plays on my tours. These He's are pretty good. all my decisions. Besides, I own the managing company. So, uh, um, yes, I can tell myself. So it's my yeah. fault that they suck. Yeah, blame me. That's, I mean, I don't tell myself what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it's like people saying Rob should be fired from meddling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 totally. 
musicians. I think that's the big insult to the musicians I have right now. They think they're exceptionally good, and they're as good as any other that's ever been involved with me before. But once again, I'd like to make it very clear that no one tells me what to do. Okay? So, and also management doesn't hire and fire musicians. Hire, that management does record deals and stuff like that. Okay. Mm. Then you have another entity that books He's breaking it down. Another entity that does promotion and another entity that does. Another entity that does. Maybe I said not. Different departments? Thanks. I did them learning things from this. Well, I think They're that's good. You know, like, I think it's good to, like. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a free freeze. I feel like we Looks could just stop the. Oh, sorry, Noah. Go ahead. I was gonna say it looks like the Gene Simmons background that you have where his <laughs> eyes roll to the back of his head. Yeah. We can just stop this like uh, multiple times for the next hour and just yeah. <laughs> say um, what it looks like. I feel like that would be entertaining. And I, I, unfortunately, a lot of people have a misconstrued idea on how the function is from each entity and so forth. When I was very, very young, I was seven years old. It was exactly 50 years ago. Two days ago, I started playing the guitar. From Happy that point on, I made every decision. I never compromised. I made every decision on what I, what I play, who I play with, and so on. And if you are so uh, longing for other musicians, you're more than welcome to go listen to them and ask Jeez. them to do what they want to do, what you want to do. do. But with me, this is what you get. Okay, and decisions are made by me solely by me. Okay? I agree, but it may not be the best strategy. Like, how many how people are still listening? Boy, Malmsteen, you really drive that. The guy's still listening. Thank you. He may have had a little bit of a cheeky question, but uh, you know how many people are listening? Uh, one thousand and thirty-six. <laughs> At least. Oh, you—you you got a point there. Okay. Sorry. Okay, one thousand thirty-six views. No, you've made your point. You know, extremely popular. There is a certain level of egotism here that he's so yeah. concerned with people knowing that he makes all the decisions that he's willing to show that his fans think that his band members suck to prove it. <laughs> like he could have just ignored the question, but he's like, I was no. just going to say the same thing. He didn't have to answer this question. He yeah. didn't have to tackle this. Unless he, this person he just is said a he's his own damn boss, so he chose the question. Clearly, <laughs> nobody told him to. But he he had to lay it down because this is probably a question he probably got enough where he felt like it's time to acknowledge this. Uh, <laughs> and then he went submit, and fired all his band members. How do people submit questions to this uh Q and A thing that he does? Because I'm not I'm really not sure. What would you me. submit? I would you should I submit would a question to Store Shredstein. <laughs> I would ask him about his skincare routine. <laughs> oh, I think someone has. I would ask him about his lustrous hair and hair yeah. products. Uh, so as I was, as I f found this video, oh, I guess he does a, uh, there's like a whole one hour masterclass this is from, but he oh, actually boy. plays in it. We don't have to go that, but someone compiled this amazing uh, clip of like Yingwei moments. And I thought it'd be fun to quickly just go through it. Here's Yingwei Malmsteen. 
I have been playing the guitar for. Yeah, he looks way worse here. This is. Yeah, he looks years twenty years now. older. Even That's his hair. Good. I would venture to guess that this is the bad lighting. Yeah. The other one is more normal. This seems like making him look bad. It's just a guess. I don't know. Oh, the eyeliner too. Look at that. <laughs> seems that like a different help. time. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. It doesn't seem like it was bad lighting. And this is from 20 years ago now. Or more. Probably 30. 90, right? Oh. I think so. Is he, uh, Noah, you're the expert on guitar stuff here. Does he, like, have a deserved uh, place in the pantheon of guitarists or no? I'm not that impressed by him, but I guess technically speaking, yes. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people say that too, like that he's just really good at playing fast, but like there's no soul to what yeah. he does. Yeah, I think I think those people were me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely respect your opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't think that stuff. takes away from his his uh, talent, though. It's just what are you looking for? Are you looking for someone with speed and precision, uh, speed and precision, or someone with like soul and feel? Soul. You know, like, well, right. it depends. Is he gonna like do open heart surgery with his guitar playing and <laughs> save my life? <laughs> and also, be fair. Like those pants are so tight. There's not room for a soul. <laughs> Look at that. Get those tight leather pants. Yeah, big cod piece right there. <laughs> I never forget the first time I went to Japan, like 25 years ago. This dog asked me, How do you do this? How do you do that? And I go, I don't know, man. <laughs> wow, see all these people. Mm, wow. A lot of people. And I asked somebody backstage, she go, like, Who's playing tonight? And the guy looks at me and says, You are. <laughs> one week. It took one week in the United States for me to become the talk of the town, basically. Man, if you and dye his hair, you give him a little out. haircut, he looks just like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. I see it. It's the big doughy Danish. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Because I remember when little, being a little kid, I saw Rainbow in Sweden when I was like 12. You know, and uh, and then I tried everything in Sweden. didn't work out. And as soon as I came to America, boom, done. Done deal. He's fantastic, you know. I have two students. Turn it to Simmons. Henrik Slicks. The only thing that Henrik Slicks made was you studied for a Thor's Red scene. Uh, the video, that video of him from 30 years ago, is literally what I studied when I first did Thor Shredstein. Because there was a there was a, a supercut of it because it's called Arpeggios from Hell, I believe. Yeah, Arpeggio. <laughs> we made a whole video on that. Yeah, from Jersey. Uh, and so uh, someone I remember did like a super cut of all of his uh, like talking parts and how silly it was and, and that was just what I that was uh, the first video used. we did was yeah. you just you'd sang arpeggios from Jersey like a like hundred times in a super cut mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is it hold on let, let me see let me see if, if this let, let's see really quick <laughs> Hello there, uh, I'm Ingve Malmsteen. Welcome to my video. Uh, we're gonna have some fun. Fun. If you do want to play along, <laughs> this is the tuning. I tuned to E flat. Here it goes. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> uh, the first track we're going to do is actually from a record called Alchemy. It involves a lot of arpeggios and uh, Phrygian modes and harmonic minor modes. Uh, uh, it's very hard to explain. And it goes very you guys quick. know what that That's is, what right? Blitzkrieg. A scale. Wow. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Is that supposed to sound bad? Is it edited somehow? I think it's edited to sound bad. Yes, Sid, when you when you practice, uh, you're supposed to play bad on purpose so that it sounds better when you really play. <laughs> all right. Um, that was give away all the secrets. Um, next thing we're going to do uh, doesn't really have a title. What? And it has a lot of diminished chromatics <laughs> in it as like... <laughs> which is kind of bizarre in a way, but it's cool. It's basically the same feel. But different. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, uh, it's very hard to explain. Okay, here comes. Heavy right. E Frigid. I feel like a lot of this is like for As of video. Yet, something actually composed for oh, this, really this particular for video. And uh, I have dubbed it Arpeggios from Hell. And the reason for this is because it has the most uh, extreme uh, arpeggios that I ever come up with uh, in in a lot of octaves, a lot of different modes, and it's very hard to explain. Um, <laughs> All right, we get it, we get it, we get it. Very hard to explain. I mean, it's also his second language. Maybe that's why it was hard to explain. He could t tell you in Swedish. It's also very weird that he would say that it's the like the the most great, like intense arpeggios that he's ever made because he didn't make arpeggios. Oh shit! You're calling him out. I'm throwing it down. <laughs> so what did he make? Explain for the layman. Arpeggios are the notes of the chord. So when guitar players are playing ar arpeggios on guitar, they're just going up and down the notes of a chord. Chords mm -hmm. are already established, so he's not like creating anything. Yeah, fair. I guess he's yeah. just like linking them all and playing them really fast. Yeah. So there's a uh, theme of this show. People saying they invented things <laughs> and they didn't. Oh, what now? What is happening? I don't remember the first Red Steam video that you're talking about, though. Yeah, I just tried to find it on Metal Injection and it's not there. So Rob, maybe, did you delete that stuff for your maybe embarrassed? What the deal? There's a whole no. bunch of other Thor Shredstein videos, but not the one I was talking about. Hold on, I'll find it. But the first one we shot, literally the first one. Was it the one at the like outdoor concert on Ocean Parkway? No. No, 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 no. That was after it. Uh, I have some cool photos from that, though. Somewhere. Let me see. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Mr. Listen. Stop fucking around the lights and keep the lights on my guitar. Poor favor. Thank you. This was the Thor. This was the Thor thing you guys talking about. Oh. Ah. oh no. This is Thor Shredsky. Wow. And welcome to my instructional DVD in stores now. You want to always make sure to not look like a pussy. A phantom. 
Can I get a Fanta over here? I'm only the star of the fucking DVD in stores now. I don't care if your guitar's out of tune. As long as you look cool, the ladies will suck your dick. Arpeggios like from Jersey. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you put your, your left finger, your left most pinky finger right here. A Fanta! And you put your, this one right here, you put this finger right over here. And then you scratch your ass and it feels fantastic. Right now what I'm gonna show you is a big industry secret. I'm gonna do a line for my newest single. In the store's <laughs> map. A Fanta? You want a Fanta? Give me a Fanta already! Sorry. Oh, a little Darren cameo right yeah. there. Hello. <laughs> Plus. That was my little character in those. I was like the uh, cowering... Uh, stage hand the fanta caddy in fact i have a photo of it's like the uh you know that's the painting of god and adam touching and it was like <laughs> me and thor but like i'm <laughs> handing him a fanta like this like uh, just reaching up with the fanta excellent <sighs> that? that was 13 years ago that's crazy hey. <laughs> mm -hmm. thor is one of my favorite characters Mm -hmm. Just in Less general, or of the of metal injection? I think of like the like when we were doing videos and stuff. Kind of, uh, I guess like the Russian guys. Who else was there? All the Halloween zombies. The yeah, I guess there's a lot. The um, drill sergeant. You remember that? Oh yeah, Willis Dickfit. Oh yes. <laughs> wow, I have a whole photo shoot uh, with uh, when we did that uh, Ocean Parkway show. Mm -hmm. What was oh, yeah. that for? That was just rot. I mean, that was just Thor making an appearance in Brooklyn, uh, it, or it was a metal was injection. It? it was a metal injection uh, sponsored concert, and we yeah. It was like we, a, we just like the summer shows, and we I think we were hosting. We did like a bit just to introduce. We did a band. skit on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm putting, uh, I'm putting this in the chat, by the way. I have one photo that's very funny. And then uh, we have to share the rest it. later. Yeah, we'll share it on the social medias. Oh, yes. Here, I could share it. I'll just show <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. This is a classic. I remember this. <laughs> Good times. <sighs> In front of a dumpster for some reason. <laughs> Good shots. Uh, so I, I another thing I want to talk about. You know, we've done cameo reviews on the show before, and we've highlighted some good ones and some bad ones. Most famously, Vincent Neal with a very bad one. Uh, who else have we? Uh, I guess well, the a very bad one that was very good for us. Yeah, Chris, Chris Holmes. Bye. Chris Holmes, not so good. James Labrie, pretty good because he actually did something unique for each fan. Yeah, uh, good for, Trevor, good for what his audience wants for sure. Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder, I thought was good. Undertaker, that's right. I, I almost forgot about Undertaker. Uh, All Elite Scooby Doo. Yeah, um, Scooby Doo. Chris Barnes was another bad one. Oh yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So uh, my friend got a cameo from uh, one of the American Idol contestants, uh, Constantine Maroulis. Yeah, that was back when I actually watched American Idol. That was like 15 years ago, at least. So you've watched American Idol, you're saying? So has Constantine Mariulis done anything since that? I think he was in that musical Rock of Ages on Broadway. Uh-huh. I think that was probably his most successful. That's correct. Okay. And so, he was good. Uh, he was, was good. a sixth place finalist, which I don't know I if mean, you count that as a finalist, but sure. That's fine. Because everyone that makes the show is a finalist. He was my favorite that season. So he's got that. Why, why is one. that? He was like the rocker guy and he had more personality than the rest of them. So okay. it's, farther, it's farther than everyone but five people got in the world. So, yeah. So with that said, with Sid's uh, approval here, this is his cameo. Now, I, I downloaded it just so I didn't want to reveal my uh, friend's identity? full full identity. Oh. But he obviously says her name and her husband's name. Oh, um, oh. But I, I really, this is like everything we everything that we enjoy about these cameo reviews in one video. I to the point that I was like, I have to play this on the show. <laughs> so let me cue it up here. Here it is. Oh no! Can you hear it? Oh, no, I he's not talking. He looks oh. like Andy Samberg doing a character. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Let me. Uh-huh. Patty, what up? It's your boy, Constantine Maroulis. That's right. Your two-time Tony-nominated... He looks like Zach Braff. ...best friend from Rock of Ages, Jekyll and Hyde, American Idol, and whatnot. Well... Pause it, please. I'm sorry. Did, yeah. did, did she ask him to read his resume, or does he <laughs> do this He just assumes people don't know who he is. I like that. I like that, his, that one of his job titles is whatnot. Yes. That's probably his biggest job title. Yeah. That's what really confused me. It was like, hold on. This person is your fan. They know where you're from. Like, why are you? Yeah. Why are you uh, introducing? Like, we don't need to know your. Yeah. Anyway, you got it. Singing waiter at Burgers and Broadway. <laughs> Served you once at Dallas BBQ in Times Square. Such a good boy. Can you get a little louder? All about yeah. you. And what a great supporter you've been over the years. And I just want to thank you for that. Wait, hold on. Nominated Broadway star, best friend from Rock of Ages, Jekyll and Hyde, American Idol and whatnot. Well, Thomas... Such a good boy was telling me all about you. <laughs> that's her husband. What? And that's her husband that he's calling a good boy. Very weird. And oh, whatnot is the whatnot is the uh, the uh, Claire's type uh, Broadway themed mall shop that he works. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he refers to Jekyll and Hyde, I want to let the audience know that that's a restaurant in New York City mm-hmm. where the walls and pictures talk to you. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Like, so what did. Does, what is what did he do there? I do, I don't understand. Unless oh, yeah, is it boy. also a musical? No, he or just, did he voice some of the wall ornaments? No, he was a server. He read <laughs> he read the novel Jekyll and Hyde once in high school. <laughs> Better pat out the resume, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've been over the years, and I just want to thank you for that. I uh, 
I know it's been a hard year for all of us, and uh, I hope you and your family are well and safe and hanging in there. And I promise you, we're going to get through this together. I can't wait. What? <laughs> together. He's coming over to. Uh, yeah, he's coming over to hang out. Really? Well, he's going to make turkey. sure she gets her vaccine and brings her masks. <laughs> Why you am I getting turned on? This, this <laughs> You're getting turned on? Well, I mean, I guess I'm just like putting myself in Patty's shoes and I'm like. Patty! Is he hitting on, on her? He does seem like to the big very stage. amorous. He might just be a good actor, though. Well, that was like his thing on American Idol is he would make love to the camera. He would oh, make those bedroom right? eyes into the camera and he would get votes all the time. The ladies would just swoon. No, I'm okay. not. I'm, is it really working on you, Noah? I mean, I told you I'm like feeling like a little bit of a tingle. Wow. <laughs> I don't see it. Just... Imagine him in his prime like 20 years ago, how you'd feel. For all of us. And uh, I hope you and your family are well and safe and hanging in there. And I promise you, we're going to get through this together. Yeah. Imagine if he didn't have to, to hide his thing hair under that hat. Adora. <laughs> Do you think the long hair is attached to the hat or is it actually his? <laughs> it's like the, it's like the cane mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got so hair sad. flowing out the back. <laughs> He's actually filming this from a Spencer's Gifts. He can't even afford the hat. He just had to. <laughs> he's just using it for the cameos that he goes home. Hey, asshole, you're still doing cameos in here? Get out of here. All right, well, I got to cut this one short, Patty. <laughs> Sir, we told you 20 times, put on a mask, please. <laughs> Get back to work, fuckhead. <laughs> I still got four minutes on my break. Attention, Spencer Gift customers. Please bring your remaining items to the front as the close as the store is closing in ten minutes. Well, well, Patty, that that means I gotta wrap this up. But I just, <laughs> I'm gonna get through this together. And I just want to give you this promo code if you're ever at Spencer Gifts. <laughs> just, and, and just like uh, I helped you get through coronavirus, you helped me get through another torturous uh, wage slave shift here at Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> big stage and rocking and rolling hitting the high notes for great great supporters like you patty and thomas um well hold on we don't know thomas is a supporter don't i guess he did literally support him by paying him for this cameo every time he says thomas he throws shade i don't know if you've noticed (laughs) oh rewind that i didn't notice that good catch let's see this high notes for great Great supporters like you, Patty and Thomas. Uh, yeah. um, I gotta throw that in, but you know I really love you more than your husband does. You know, I, I, I the whole time we've been watching this, I'm like, who is he reminding me of? And I couldn't quite place it, but I've got it now. And uh, I apologize for even bringing this person up, but he gives he with his facial hair the way it is and the puffiness of his face. I'm getting strong Ted Cruz vibes yeah. from him. Oh, I could see it's it, L- like hip Ted Cruz. Yeah, I could totally see it. <laughs> I don't know. Ted Cruz has some. Uh, you say what you want about him. He has very nice, luxurious hair. I would say for <laughs> for a senator, the evil, horrible person, but he, he does have the hair working. Unlike yeah. this guy. Very much. And it's I know you just had a birthday. Voice. Yeah. And I want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Patty. Oh, we all love you so. Oh, no. Happy oh, no. birthday. Oh, dear. And because I guess you came to Rock of Ages. I think I need I to do there. something with this bottle right now, you guys. 
<laughs> oh really? <laughs> no, did that speak to you in some way? This guy, I mean, it's like Sid says, he has bedroom eyes. Yeah. I, 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 I don't see it. I like I, wait. you know, obviously, uh, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I'm very good at seeing what women see in men, even though I'm not attracted to men. Like I feel like I have a good radar for that. I'm. I could say, oh, that guy's hot or whatever. I I don't see it at all. I am not attracted to him. This is like manipulation. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Supporters like you, Patty and Thomas. Um, well, Thomas. he loves you very much, and I know you just had a birthday. Look, he just rolled his eyes. Happy birthday, Thomas. happy birthday, Patty. Oh, we all love you so. Happy birthday. And because I guess you came to Rock of Ages and I wasn't there, which is very rare. This is the best part. Some sort of uh, conflict or maybe I was out of the show at that point. Who knows? Um, I, <laughs> I saw you in the front row and I ran screaming. I sick. <laughs> or something. Um, I doubt it. I don't get sick. But um, I just wanted to say... How I love the way you move And the sparkle in your eyes There's a color deep inside them Like a blue suburban sky I don't need to be the king of the world As long as I will always be your little girl <laughs> Heaven isn't too far away I just love that he's singing a song for Rock of Ages uh, <laughs> Is he allowed to? Does he have to pay royalties to use that? Patty! <laughs> no, but we will on YouTube Oh, God damn it Come on, Patty <laughs> So moist no, it's so moist right now. Oh, Patty's so moist. Come on, Patty. Come on, Noah. <laughs> Noah's so moist. Patty. Uh, you gotta find some footage from when he was originally an American Idol and see what Noah thinks of that. Hold on. I, we'll look it up. There's Wait, just a little more to this. Closer to it every day. No matter what your friends I might say, my say, heaven isn't too far away. With an what angel a fucked like up song say. when you think about it. Yeah, it's like you're on death's door. Yeah, and closer to it every day, no matter what your friends might say. What? Why huh? is this yeah. like a murder suicide pact he's it's, trying to encourage? It's then, about the inevitability of death. Yeah, but it's true. We are closer to it every day. It's, it's true, but who wants to sing a song about the decaying, rotting flesh of the human condition? No one wants to hear that. Shit. Every metal band. What is this fucking deicide? He's fucking uh, <laughs> American Idol. This fuck. What's the uh, upbeat? What band is that originally? Cinderella? Warrant. Oh, Warrant. Right. Okay. Whose lead singer died young. Ah, aha. <laughs> aha. Well, technically that invalidates the song because he's not closer to it every day anymore. anymore. And who knows if he ever got to have him. He's, in, he's farther away from it every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day of eternity. He burns in hell. <laughs> For that fucking cherry pie song. Yeah. Oh, oof. <laughs> Uh, is that what Constantine sings next? Yes, I hope well, so. You're my cherry pie. Happy birthday. Thomas loves the way you move. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I think he's the hero. He looks like he's been crying. 
at this point it's like it's, it's, it's this weird thing where like uh, okay we should say goodbye now yeah like, this is yeah. you're just sticking around too long man <laughs> he's all sticking around way way too and there's still 20 seconds left oh. of this all the women who have this uh made for like like this video made for them by their significant others they get to this point and they're like okay wrap it up Come yeah about <laughs> that hang up on this and, uh, <laughs> i think he's the hero of you little girl you guys were oh much hero. love to you both many blessings hope you're enjoying the new album until i'm wanted it's available everywhere music is sold and streamed or you can go to my website constantinemaroulis.com and pick up a pick up a signed copy for yourself much love to you and i'll see you guys real soon Happy i time. couldn't believe that part uh, i could I not feel dirty that. now i feel dirty i have one yeah. comment because I have to say what I was going to say, and I'm going to retract it. I was up until the last five seconds. I was going to say I respect this because it's in the James Labrie category of I don't like this, but he's giving his fans exactly what they want and desire. And then he threw that fucking plug in. I was like, just fuck you. Just fuck Mm -hmm. you, dude. Come on. They already paid you, man. Come on. Yes. It's like an ad at the movies. You can hear the change in his tone. when He becomes Mm -hmm. like the announcer guy so insincere agreed Did yeah none of I've... what just happened mean anything to you <laughs> yeah so exactly defeated. oh my god that's exactly it's, it's like a one-night stand and the guy just being a total jerk and the guy's like hey pick up my album no, if you, if you <laughs> what need to talk, no, we had something we're here for you Noah. what if you need, so if, he, if you need some comforting here's him on american idol Oh, it's completely different. See, I could see now in this photo why women find him attractive, but like in now he looks like yeah. That's here's not, here's him at his Ted Cruziest. Oh. He looks like a butt chin. Does he have a butt chin or like a testicle chin? <laughs> it's like like if you were to just zoom in. Oh, come on, like, you're nice. ruining this for Noah. It's a chinjina. <laughs> Hold on, let's really <laughs> two lips, wow. <laughs> two lips on his. That chin. is a very strong male chin. It's literally got Wait. two balls on it. <laughs> it's, it's truck nuts for the face. <laughs> what is the evolutionary purpose of a chin that looks like that? Uh, yeah, place to know. place to store food for the winter. I guess. <laughs> it's it's that it has the power to get you wet so like it would attract <laughs> uh sexual partners wait what is it? steven adler oh, no. chooses american idol for oh. Appet- oh okay for what to do what backup vocals to, to do guns and roses no he would do the the singing he would do oh, the, the axel stuff because oh. you know axel's not taking steven adler out on tour no. so I, adler needs some money what was that other story you just had up there? Seven yeah. best drummer that looked like uh, Scott Thompson from the kids in the hall. <laughs> Did you see that? Can you put that back? Oh, yeah, that's. Uh, I never knew what the seven dust drummer looked like. <laughs> Morgan Rose. Oh. Like Scott Thompson. Looks like Bill Apter. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> that's a deeper reference. Eve. Like if we, like if somebody kidnapped Bill Apter and made him go on Lollapalooza 1994, they just had yeah. their way with him. <laughs> Give him a rocker makeover. 
Didn't we? We were just talking about Bill Apter, wasn't it? On one of our Patreons in our Discord. Oh, in uh, the Discord. Okay. Uh, oh, and I wanted to quickly share this. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know this, but Tito Ortiz, uh, n- known Trump supporter, and oh, uh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes, uh, very much a Trump supporter, uh, anti-mask. Uh, he recently ran for city council in Huntington Beach, and he he oh, won. Man. This is an MMA guy. Yes, he, he's a former UFC champion who is now we, retired. Didn't we do a, a segment on him once where he was? Uh, we may not have done it on the show. I think maybe I'm not sure we did it on the show, it. but we might have thought it because he they it made headlines because he would show up to these city council meetings at government buildings and not wear masks, and then people were like. Hey, could you wear a mask? And he's like, "What are you going to do about it?" Like he would use yeah. his like, and it's just like. Uh, Once he said the city council, I instantly remembered his whole shtick. And there's a great video of him just like, in the space of about ten seconds, he gets everything wrong, and they do like like five times, and they do like a vote, and he votes for the wrong thing. Like he, oh no no no, I meant to vote the other way. Sorry. Right. That was another. Uh, he just made headlines every week. So he, there, there was some sort of, I believe this had to do with COVID. There was something about like implementing restrictions and he voted for it when he wanted to vote against it. And they have to stop the understand. Whole, they have to stop the whole procedure and, and like, oh, did you mean to vote the other way? Okay. What's well, your vote? No, 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 no. The vote was sealed. And then he was like, wait, I think I voted wrong. He's like, well, all right. No back. No that's it. But anyway, so I guess uh, also now they have, uh, since it's a city council meeting, uh, uh, residents uh, could call in and uh, make requests or, or comments or, or whatnot. Like so they, asked him, they asked him who hires requests? his band members. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean make requests? Uh, like, like requests about, you know, like, oh, there's a pothole that needs fixing or whatever. Oh, okay. You know. You mean raise issues within their community? Sure. Yes. And that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what, what these people did. Take a listen. Here. All right, those song requests. What up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. I'll come to you with a- My name is Chad Kroger. Chad. Oh, wait, Big is request. this like a troll? A prank? Uh well let's listen. I I didn't make it as a it's not it's not like a nickelback prank though. No, that's not where this is going. Chad Kroger, I come to you with a big request. I love the Vans off the wall skate park here in Huntington, and I frequently go there to rip on my scooter with JT. What up? Yeah, so we love to scoot at the. JT's also there. He was the one that went. What up? (laughs) It's a party line. Park, but lately our enthusiasm has taken a hit. Some of the regulars at the park have turned on me and JT. Uh, These two eighth graders, Brady and Taryn. And sometimes their older brother, DJ, call us handlebar jockeys and P-words. We've asked them to stop, and they won't. A lot of P-words. Yeah, and we don't feel like anyone should be prejudiced against for what they choose to ride. It's unchill and, frankly, un-American. <laughs> these groms have really messed with my confidence as a rider, too. So since these kids won't listen to us, we think we know someone they will listen to. Former UFC light heavyweight champion and current Huntington Beach City Council member Tito Ortiz. Tito. I want to point out you can see Tito right here, oh. like falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> not, he's not reacting. Yeah. You're the Huntington Beach bad boy. 
these groms are on your turf, so technically they're under your jurisdiction. Yeah, and we would greatly appreciate it if you'd come down to the park and rectify this sitch. <laughs> you a lot of flack for not wearing a mask, but we have not forgotten that you have a super important skill set. We don't want you to ragdoll these eighth graders like they're Ken Shamrock, but we would like you to at least pose the threat of violence until they back off. Yeah, we just want to scoot in peace. We're going to go down on Wednesday if you can come. Thanks, dudes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, rectify this itch, Tito. Well, what did he say? He did, the, the, the clip doesn't show. I don't think they... Uh... He, he looks into the camera and sings, just like Constantine. <laughs> I got opportunity to uh, be on the, um, was it, uh, Pacific uh, Events Committee with Bob Douglas. Uh, Christy was on there with Boss Club. Uh, of course, any people want to see information um, on this uh, event for Thanksgiving, it's Easter Egg Hunt. They're doing via uh, drive-in. Look at that guy on the beach. Uh, Easter Egg Hunt and drive-in? Why? Did you see that guy's Zoom about, chat uh, on the, the background on the beach? <laughs> oh, yeah. probably It's probably Huntington Beach. Mm. The bridges, Is that Kyle Mooney uh, on the bottom? Islands, um, Admiral Drive. It said it should be done by January 22nd, or excuse me, January of 2002. And then they're going to... 2002? Try again. They should work into uh. mid to late 2002. Um, CTG is no joke, Rob. Of, Take uh, it easy on Yeah, you could still win uh, a position... In office with CT, so bless bless his mother, bless his father. <laughs> so are you, are you doing a rebuttal to the Flavor Flav song, CTE is a joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my follow-up single. So Noah, what happened with you and the plantains? Oh. I'm going to say it like that. Plantains. Plantains. Well, it was a different culture than the one that you're trying to emulate right now. Uh, I just wanted to share a really sweet story. I went to um, uh, like a small restaurant. Um, I can't remember the name. It was just like, we just kind of found it, but it was uh, West African food and I had never had West African food before. What kind, and, what's the um, food? What's like this? What is West African food? I guess plantains. The, the, um, I had something called fufu. Which is um, like, it's not, it's um, mashed yams with like, uh, I think like corn flour or something like that, or some kind of flour. And it, it, it looks like mashed potatoes, but it's a little bit more starchy. And then I had this uh, like whole chicken. They also had goat there. Um, didn't have the goat this time because I don't eat goat, but my fiance does. Uh, in this like peanut broth. And he had uh, their version of like a barbecue chicken. So anyway, we get into this place. Uh, it's the family that owns it is from Togo, which is a country in, in West Africa. And there is a man sitting at the, um, it's just like, like a bar and then a couple of tables. And it was just one person in there at the bar. And we come in, we say hello, we go sit down, we're eating. Anyway, okay, two very, very, uh, okay, so... This man comes in, this like very jubilee, like very, very white, white hair, khakis, his sh shirt tucked in with his belly over. And this man is just like, today's Ghana's Independence Day. So I'm here to celebrate. I had to get this food. And 
And then he started like telling everyone in the restaurant how he's from Ghana and his family is there. And it was just like very, I was just like, wow, this is like very unusual. I didn't expect this very white man to come in here and, and express his love for Ghana. Anyway, so he leaves and he starts chatting with the guy at the corner of the bar. Uh, and then um, we're almost at the end of our meal and I'm basically just like sitting there like totally full, but we have two more plantains left i take one and i'm just like i just like put it you know like i just start chewing on it really really slowly and just doing like my homer simpson thing where it's like you know just like very much enjoying the plantain as the man from the corner of the bar goes to check out and i look over and he's just like looking at me laughing and he starts asking me like where i'm from so we told him that we're from new york and he's like have you ever had west african food before so I told him no, and he's like, how do you like it? So I said, I, I really, really like it. And um, and uh, and he he said that what I ordered is his favorite thing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, you enjoyed your food so much that I paid for you. And he ended up paying for us. How dare he? And it was just so kind. I couldn't believe it. So I just wanted to share a feel-good story very chauvinistic just to buy a woman's food like that no he bought no 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 he didn't buy only my food he bought my food and my fiance's food Mm, i thought he was trying to make time with you he might have been trying to make time with both of them (laughs) he was uh he was an out he said he was in town for work he was originally from oklahoma um and he also works for the department of defense he's like an it guy so he was probably like on a business trip and he expensed it so Ultimately, the Department of Defense bought me a meal. Oh, so, he so probably remembered it. you from the tank museum. He's like, oh, I know that girl. I'll get her like, she looks he's, like she likes some tanks. He's originally from Nigeria. So just nice uh, people. In town to set off some underground nukes or something. <laughs> but you don't remember the name of the restaurant to promote it. Um, I can look. I think I think it might be called Togo, West African food. Yeah, I guess there's probably not like a ton of West African restaurants in Arizona. And it was just like so sweet, like a mom in the kitchen um, and her daughter and stuff there. It was um, it was just a very pleasant experience. What were they uh, doing in the kitchen? Oh, I was going to say. Fucking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, a uh, Indian restaurant I went to in Brooklyn, where which was very good, but the one drawback is you had to walk through the kitchen to go to the bathroom mm. with your hands or whatever. And they don't like you going through the kitchen. Like the people <laughs> actually working in there would just sneer at you. Like oh. another fucking asshole coming through the kitchen. Like, well, I don't want to do it either. Don't put the yeah. fucking bathroom in the kitchen, buddy. And they, I mean, I love Indian food, but it makes you have to go to the bathroom. So you think they'd be used to it by now, right? Like it's probably an extremely regular occurrence. I feel like most of the mo- this is before the coronavirus, but most people seem to patronize them by ordering food. So they mm. may be snobbish about people actually sitting in there and eating, you know? I've noticed that too. There were Indian places uh, in my old neighborhood where there would never be a soul inside the restaurant, but they had like seven delivery guys, at least, yeah. you know, like like the, the the bikes would be parked outside the restaurant. The restaurant always empty. The food was amazing. I would order from there, but no one ever remember, went inside to eat. 
I think in in Bay Ridge we went to an Indian place and like when I think it was like f- like six of us who had walked in there they were just like oh my god we have people in here they were so happy to see us yep. and so taken aback by it. Yeah, I think uh, a lot. I think this is not even a joke, but I'm being serious. I think a lot of white people are intimidated by sitting in an Indian restaurant and having to order the food and like it's not their culture, you know, so maybe they just order it only. And the ones, especially in white neighborhoods, have have way more delivery uh, than in dining, in in restaurant dining. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm sure like a lot just don't want to be like that stereotypical white person ordering chicken tikka masala. They don't <laughs> yeah. want to be seen doing it, but they'll do it over the phone. Yeah, exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with chicken tikka masala. Oh, yeah, tikka masala is great. Just it's get good, it extra spicy. Yeah, but it's just like the basic bitch thing. To yeah, get. for sure. Because uh, it's great. <laughs> I mean, I get other stuff, too. I think it's all great. The only thing is that's like the entry level thing. Yeah. It's not that spicy. And it's mm-hmm. uh, something, it's the closest thing to American food, probably. Mm. I miss and chicken I, with tomato sauce. There used to be, well, I mean, I hope it's not there used to be. I hope it's still there. But um, when I was in the office at work, Roland and I would go get Indian at least like once a week. And the, uh, I guess because we were there so many times, we would come in and the the waiters would just be, would just like already know what we wanted to eat, and it was just like very sweet. What was your order? I like the alu matar gobi, mm. and nice. I get it with rice and with onion kulcha. Very nice. Mm. Just a <laughs> lot of carbs. Nothing wrong with that. Unfortunately, I haven't found a good Indian restaurant that I feel comfortable uh, getting the food from because I oh, and it's happened to me over and over again. They just don't wear masks like every place I go into all my old favorites that I used to love. I haven't really found one that I found to be. uh, And that's not I'm not picking on Indian restaurants because the majority of restaurants I go into are not following that procedure either. So it puts me off from getting their food. So why don't you get it delivered and then just That's, nuke it? I don't feel comfortable. Like it's not. It's not even that. How can I put this? It's not even that I think I'm going to get COVID from the food. It's just when I see that that they don't care. It's like what else are they doing? Yeah, it makes wrong, you wonder. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking pubic hairs in my food and shit. Oh, I found hair Uh-oh. in my food. But it was your own. You really yeah, it's always it. my hair. No. It, it was like a dark black hair. So you just pull it out, put it on the side, and keep eating. Put it yeah. on the side. You don't even throw it away. You just keep it for later. Well, there's no garbage it. next to me when I'm sitting on the couch. You never know when you're going to need another person's pube. <laughs> Save that. <laughs> a little garnish sure. for later. Yeah. Garney. Uh. Put you on a gurney after the uh. garney. <laughs> you don't want to be the person who died choking on a pube. And with that, <laughs> I think it's time to move on from the show. Oh, oh I was going to say, I thought there was another segment coming up. Wait, should we, gonna... should we talk about our Spotify list? Yeah. Before we go. So we have a Spotify playlist. Every week we pick four songs. Each of us pick a song. We call it the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. 
and you can subscribe on Spotify. We have a link in the episode description. Getting a little burpy from the seltzer. Uh, Indian food? I haven't had Indian food today. Actually, my dad made Persian stew, and I had that yesterday, but that's out of my system. It's it's similar to Indian food. I've actually... um, had there there's like some indian dishes that are comparable i don't remember the names of them but it's similar it's very similar but anyway uh our spotify music break we each pick a song and it's nice it's nice and and we have quite a quite a queue of songs now because we've been doing it for a few weeks what did everybody pick uh sid what did you pick i picked the song by the band dfl stands for dead fucking last they uh were compatriots of the beastie boys and uh various members of the beastie boys played in this band as time went on and it basically sounds like the punk songs that the beastie boys would do on their records like just like minor threat style like skate punk kind of stuff and it was very good and i liked it and so i picked one song that's all. Okay. Uh, Noah, what did you pick? Uh, I picked Entombed. And for anyone who uh, is not into this band just yet, you should get into them. Mm-hmm. You will never be able to see them play live anymore because their lead singer passed away from cancer. That's right. Um, so to honor him, I picked the song Revel in the Flesh from Left Hand Path, which is a very good Entombed album. So please listen to it. And Agreed. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Left Hand Path and Wolverine Blues these last two days. After yeah, Wolverine Blues is also a very good album. Did they ever tour with these nuts? Huh? I don't. I don't think they did. These nuts? No, I don't think so. They might have played a festival with these nuts, but uh, the the follow up band, the Doom Day D. Uh, I picked Ministry, uh, the song Scarecrow. The reason I picked the song was hashtag uh, R.I.P. A legend. Oh, sorry. R.I.P. A legend. Came in a little late for Entombed. Uh, um, the reason I picked uh, the Scarecrow track is I shared in the Discord. Oh, by the way, we do have we have a Discord. If I could yeah. do a plug within a plug, we have a Discord for the podcast. A bunch of different chat rooms. You can chat with us all week long. There's also a link in the description, and we share stuff, share things we find around the internet. It's very much an extension of the show in text form. And in the Discord, I shared a video edit for the pro wrestler Big Van Vader, and the video was edited to the song Scarecrow by Ministry, and it's an incredible song, and and the edit reminded me of it, and so I wanted to share with our livecast fans because... I'm very much into industrial music and ministry or one of the forefathers. Darren, what did you pick? Uh, I played Constantino Mulieri uh, of American Idol uh, <laughs> singing Warrant. Uh, she's my cherry pie. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, baby, I got your money by the great uh, ODB. Old dirty bastard. Classic. All right, and that's our uh, Spotify playlist. And before we get the hell out of here. Oh, could I just, there's still one spot left in the Livecast Fantasy Baseball League. The season starts at the end of the month, so you have a couple more weeks. But get your request in, tweet at me, or get at me in the Discord, and I will send you an invite. Go, go, go. You get a free piece of merch if you win. You could tweet him at... uh, Land Injection, that's right. Also, I should say that... uh, we are now doing a head-to-head league, which means yes. you get to play Sid or me or any of the other people you know, the other fans from the Discord. 
uh, one on one every week, yeah. and then you move on to another player the next week. It's a lot it's of fun. Be a lot of fun. All righty. And uh, so as we wind down, I want to give a shout out to the top live cast fans of the week. And to be a top live cast fan of the week, all you got to do, hit up our Patreon, join. It's 10 bucks a month. And you get all the perks of the $5 uh, tier, which is the bonus episodes, the video episodes. Uh, and you get a little shout out at the end of the show, Rob, which is right now. Rob, will you do it as Thor Shredstein? Thor Shredstein has been recruited by the Metal Injection Livecast to shout out our top Livecast fans of the week. Number one, Thor Shredstein. Number two, Thor Shredstein. Number three, Thor Shred, no, okay. Okay. Thor, Thor is just making some humor, some good humor, a wonderful brand of ice cream. And I want to give a big shout out to Eric. Uh, Eric is a wonderful pharmacist. He's got me great opiates under the table. Oh, no. Don't tell the pharmaceutical boards because he might lose his license. Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, did not give me cocaine that one time, so you are on the hit list. Benjamin was one of my studio musicians until I canned him after a fan <laughs> sent me a question asking me why Benjamin is a studio musician. So you're gone, Benji. El Dudorito. I hear he's got a hot fiance. But I tell you what, Dudorino, you better not bring her around because she'll be El Thor Shredstino after I'm done with her. All right. Uh, I guess she's more of a La Thor Shredstino. I don't know. Latino grandma. Dan R. <laughs> Dan R. I'm giving a shout out to Dan R. Are you there, Dan? Big <laughs> up. <laughs> Mindy May is Kippa. My accountant wears a Kippa. I will not say anything disparaging about my accountant because it's tax season. Clock destroyer. Nothing wrong with that. India, India, Sierra reminds me of Sierra Mist, which is one of my mortal enemies because Thor Shredstein only drinks Fanta. Janda. Shisua Shisusits. I played Shisua Shisusits once. It was right after my New Hampshire date. It was an okay show, but the lighting guy wouldn't put the light on my guitar. Weird. LaCroix. No, thank you. I prefer vintage. The Crustacean Sensation, a.k.a. God Stomper. This type of guy looks and sounds like he eats the shrimp with the skin on it. Ash Basilov. Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I played Dallas. The Coke is terrible. Rob of Impero. Thor Shredstein doesn't like vampires. Although Thor Shredstein does stay up all night, ladies. Uh, <laughs> Shane. 
What kind of name is Shane? I prefer Sean. A Sean. Hugo likes tacos. Thor likes cocaine. Lando Danks. No thanks. Perilous Patches. Scooby-Doo 182. <laughs> and Douglas, who are you? Levison. That's Thor Shredstein. That's my time, folks. Pick up my new DVD. In stores now. In stores now. All right. Thank you, Thor. Yay. Brilliant. Definitely worth the $100,000 we have to spend. (laughs) That's our entire Patreon budget. So thank you all. We'll be back next Tuesday for another new episode. Tune in. Join the Discord. Say hello to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know who you are. Who are you? What are you doing? Share share some cameos that your friends sent you that we could make fun of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you to Patty. Does Patty know that you use that? Mmm, Patty. <laughs> All right. Tag her in the video. Patty. <laughs> Don't tag her in the video. All right, we're out of here, folks. Bye. Patty. Ooh. Ha-ha. Hey.